Earthquakes are a common thing in Japan. These natural disasters can reach a magnitude 9, where 1 is a light push and 9 can destroy entire cities. This happens because Japan is located on the Pacific Ring of Fire. It's like this. The entire surface of our planet is broken up into about 12 large pieces of the Earth's crust, and they're all moving slowly. In those places where these pieces meet, earthquakes occur most often. Japan is just at the point where the Pacific Plate collides with the plate of the Philippine Sea. This collision happens underwater and creates huge waves, and it could be much worse than just an earthquake. To escape from the water disaster, people built huge walls along the entire northeast coast. Not every earthquake provokes a tsunami. Many tremors occur when the Earth's crust diverges in different directions and creates gaps. It can destroy houses, streets, and forests. But such an underwater earthquake can't cause a tsunami. Huge waves are formed only when seismic activity causes the crust to move vertically up or down. The water pressure shifts at the very bottom, which generates a release of energy. This energy pushes the water and creates a tsunami. By the same principle, you can start little waves when you throw a stone into the water. And such vertical earthquakes often occur off the coast of Japan. First, a wave forms. It's gaining speed and increasing in size. Its height can reach about 40 feet, almost as tall as a five-story building. It's approaching the coast and accelerating to 500 miles per hour. This is about the cruising speed of a commercial airliner. Millions of gallons of water weighing thousands of tons are getting closer. And now the wave is reaching the shore and demolishing everything in its path. Houses, trees, cars, nothing can withstand the destructive force of nature. A tsunami that was that strong covered the northeast coast of Japan in 2011. It changed the landscape of the beach and the seabed. These changes are the reason for another dangerous natural phenomenon – underwater vortices. Whirlpools draw in everything that is nearby. They used to build dams along the coastline to protect coastal villages, but the wave force easily destroyed these walls. That's why, after the disaster of 2011, they decided to create new large-scale protection in Japan. They spent more than $10 billion in several years on it. As a result, they created about 440 massive walls all along the coast. They combined these sections into one large dam, almost 250 miles long and 45 feet high. The construction is supposed to protect the coast against strong tsunamis. But still, the government has moved some coastal villages to higher terrain. They also banned building anything by the shore. Despite the protection it gives them, many locals aren't happy with the wall. It's a huge problem for the fishing industry. The wall blocks access to the ocean, so ships and boats can't dock at the shore. Some people are unhappy that their windows now face the concrete wall instead of the blue ocean. The money spent on the wall could have been spent on moving even more houses. Residents have concerns the wall only creates an illusion of security. A giant wave can crash into it at great speed and break it into pieces. And these concrete parts can cause even more destruction. Some scientists agree with this opinion. Most experts aren't sure the wall won't give 100% protection, but it can help delay the flood, giving people more time to evacuate. In such situations, every minute counts. It's impossible to predict the earthquake occurrence accurately. But when it starts, the sensors can calculate how much time it would take for the wave to arrive at the shore. For example, 
The last time a tsunami warning was given 5 minutes after the earthquake, any big wave is moving at great speed and may be very close to the shore. It seems people almost don't have time to save themselves from a tsunami. Fortunately, the citizens of Japan are ready for this. They regularly take part in tsunami evacuation drills. They learn how to act correctly during a coming flood. They have a plan of action that can save their lives. All that, along with a wall, increases the chances of surviving a catastrophe. Not only tsunamis are formed around the shores of Japan, the power of water here often meets the power of fire. In 2010, a few hundred miles south of Tokyo, near the island of Iwo Jima, a heavy low rumble came from the depth of the sea. Then a million bubbles moved to the surface. The water started heating up and boiling. Its temperature was so hot that you could poach eggs in it. The hot area grew to the size of a stadium. All this was accompanied by a huge amount of superheated steam filling all the air around. Then pieces of soil came out from the water. At this point, it was all over. The water cooled down, the ocean surface became calm again. On that day, an underwater volcano erupted. No catastrophe occurred, but in 2021, this happened again. Japan's Coast Guard warned of strong volcanic activity in the region. Hot steam and gases from the volcano's mouth burst out of the water and rose into the air to a height of 10 miles, which is about twice as high as the top of Mount Everest. A huge volcano woke up and began to rise slowly from the surface. If you look at this place from above, you can see that it's not just a volcano. It's a whole island shaped like a horseshoe. Seismologists say this volcanic island is just the tip of the iceberg, as they mix their metaphors. There is still a lot of volcanic space under the water. The island fills the air with gas and ash. The sky turns gray. Scientists continue to monitor the volcano, but they don't know what consequences this may lead to. Such eruptions of underwater volcanoes are not uncommon off the coast of Japan. But the event itself is unique. Underwater volcanoes don't explode and don't release lava flows upwards. A huge amount of water above them creates high pressure. As soon as the magma gets out, the water immediately presses it to the seabed. Millions of gallons of lava sink, cool down, and solidify around the volcano. This lava forms a thick layer of Earth's rock. Most underwater eruptions don't cause any changes on the ocean surface. But to make an island appear on the surface, a volcano needs a lot of magma. The next volcanic eruption creates another thick layer of it. Millions of years pass, and flows of lava form mountains. Constant eruptions increase the seabed height. Layer by layer, the cooled lava rises higher and higher. And then, one day, it appears on the surface and turns into an island. So, in 2013, a small piece of land appeared next to an existing island. Emerging from the water, the volcano began to grow slowly and eventually connected with the island. The area of this island increased by 12 times after two years. Vapor is always pouring out of this island, and its surface is filled with super-hot lava flows. The volcano behaves unstable, and nobody knows when it's going to calm down. Once, people built a small town on a similar island. This place still exists today. It's located south of Tokyo and is called Algashima. 
People are not too worried about the possibility of a catastrophe, despite the fact the last time a volcano erupted here was in May 1785. I wasn't around then. By that time, people had already built a city and lived there. Then, one sunny day, thousands of birds suddenly took off and left the island. Then the ground began to shake. A heavy, low sound came from the island depths. Streams of gas rushed from the top of the overgrown forest volcano. The volcano threw dirt and large stones into the sky. The eruption wasn't quick. It lasted several weeks. More than 200 years have passed since then, and the volcano is still sleeping. They rebuilt the city. Now this place looks like a dream. That's probably the reason why people don't want to leave it. Despite the risk of a new eruption, they continue to live and work here. There are many thermal springs. The island also has rich soil, and the waters around are full of fish. The volcano may wake up at any moment. Fortunately, meteorological and seismological services monitor the volcano activity. So, any guesses?